0: Hello and welcome to the Food Manufacture Podcast, next month's news. I'm Matt Atherton and today I'm joined by James Riddler and Noli Dinkovsky. How are you doing today guys? Very well, thank you. Thank you Matt. Good. Here we highlight the food and drink manufacturing issues that are likely to be dominating our headlines over the next month. But before we get stuck in, let's catch up with some of the most popular topics with foodmanufacture.co.uk's 100,000 plus monthly visitors in August.
1: James, what's been on your radar this month? Well for me, uh, something that's been a big focus is the amount of representation of food manufacturers uh, in their VC program Dragon's Den. Um, Ah, Dragon's Den. In particular, uh, last week we saw uh, one uh, entrepreneur backed by the Dragons uh, for uh, his coconut business and uh, before that, weeks before, uh, whilst he didn't succeed in his uh, endeavours with the Dragons, uh, we did see Fahim Badir um, get rejected and is steaming head with his expansion nonetheless. Um, that, and coupled with got a new BBC programme called Inside the Factory on uh, food manufacturers, so it just seems to be that there's been a lot of interest from the general public uh, looking inwards to seeing um, food manufacturers, mm. uh, food manufacturing processes uh, a lot more interested in where their food is coming from. Well thanks James for that. Um, Noli what, what have you got for us this month? It's impossible to ignore
2: the yeah, right. publication of the long-awaited childhood obesity strategy. Oh uh, yeah. Um, long long delayed
0: childhood it, obesity strategy. Indeed,
2: indeed. And it focuses on a voluntary reduction of sugar by at least 20% across a range of products by 2020, Um, and that includes a 5% voluntary reduction in year one. So they're they're quite tough targets even though they are voluntary. So that would be an interesting thing to keep an eye out on in the weeks and months ahead.
0: Well, I think we'll get to uh, the weeks and months ahead very shortly, (laughs) Nody, so thanks for that. Um, Moving on, uh, Two Sisters has been in the news again. It's lost a pizza contract with Tesco for one of its own label pizza brands. And that will be from February 2017. Now, the issue is that there is 350 jobs uh, unsecure now in Nottingham, which uh, Unite the Union is fighting to save. But Two Sisters has come out and said that there won't be any redundancies before January. And if all else does fail, and redundancies do occur come February, Unite is looking for enhanced redundancy packages. And that's because Two Sisters wants to pay the statutory minimum if they do go on and and, uh, cause all of these redundancies. Well, Unite said that's totally unacceptable. Well, that's the latest from this month. But now let's move on to next month. James, what can we expect to hear about in September?
1: Well, uh, as you're probably well aware, Campylobacter has been something that's been very, very prominent in the media. Um, Not so prominent uh, to consumers, however. However, that seems to be gearing up and changing. Um, The FSA has recently conducted a survey of consumers asking about how they feel that uh, producers are doing to prevent Campylobacter, um, with 66% of them feeling that not enough is being done to prevent it. Um, but for those of you who are worried about Campylobacter and also other food safety issues, including recalls and how they would affect your business, food manufacturers' food safety conference is being held in London on the thirteenth of October. Yeah, and
0: that's something we are all very much looking forward to. Thank you,
2: James. Noli. Um, to um, suggest what might happen in September, probably. Talk about something that happened in August, first of all. <laughs> we had a, a report from the Office of National Statistics about the cost of manufacturing food and drink products um, and how it's risen by 4.3% over the last 12 months across mm. all sectors. I think a developing issue over the next few weeks and months is whether those costs will be passed on um, to the retailers and therefore to consumers. The latest figures from Kantar World Panel suggest that um, there has been a 1.3% deflation of food prices over the last 12 months. So the retailers are still battling it out to try and get market share. Mm. And where do do manufacturers stand in all of this? Um, I've had a few industry commentators tell me about the pressure on manufacturers, uh, one of which was no less than Christine Takeon, the Groceries Code Adjudicator. She told me that she's aware that suppliers reliant on imports have tried to pass on cost increases to retailers with varying success. So it's going to be a growing issue. Whether anything happens in September remains to be seen, but further down the line. Something to definitely look out for.
0: Um, I think that we could actually hear the first plan of action on tackling the retail crisis by the newly formed Retail Grocery Advisory Board. Now this board was set up on the 12th of August and it features 17 retailers and manufacturers. I mean there's some really big names in there, Unilever, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, Nestle, and all of these have made this group to try and work together to find ways of increasing efficiency and reducing waste. Now I think um, we could hear from its digital DNA project in September which is how to use data to improve customer experience or its perfect order campaign which looks to speed up the efficiency from placing an order to payment transaction. Well anyway, James, Noly, thanks for those insights and that's the end of next month's news. But as always we're looking to hear from you, our readers if you want to join the conversation you can get in touch with the food manufacturer facebook page or via twitter at food manufacture for now thanks for joining us goodbye